I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Three Southern Illinois Republican lawmakers are calling for immediate hearings after a recent audit of the Illinois Department of Employment Security. Representatives Patrick Windhorst, Dave Severin, and Paul Jacobs say the audit revealed more than half of the pandemic-related unemployment assistance paid out by the Illinois Department of Employment Security was paid out fraudulently. Winhorst says he was shocked at the size and scope of the fraud. We had some indication that there was going to be a fairly significant amount of fraud uh, that occurred because of the number of constituents we heard from who had received notification that they were awarded benefits that they had not applied for. But the fact that it reached about 50 percent of the total amount that was given out by the state shows how widespread it was. Winhorse says the audit found out of a total of $3.6 billion in pandemic unemployment assistance funds paid out between July 2020 and June 2021, nearly $1.9 billion was tied to fraud. Former Illinois State Senator Tom Cullerton has been sentenced to a year in prison following an embezzlement scheme that saw him pocket nearly $250,000 in salary and benefits. The Sun-Times reports the Teamsters hired Cullerton for an organizing job in 2013 for which he did little to no work. Cullerton would be paid through February 2016. The former Villa Park lawmaker resigned his state Senate seat this February and pleaded guilty to embezzlement in March. A new report highlights the mountain of work ahead to make banking in Illinois more racially equitable. Alex Degman reports. The Advancing Equity and Banking Commission's report found minority-owned businesses are more likely to struggle without access to private sector banks in their neighborhoods. Also, mortgage lenders are still less likely to invest in majority-minority communities contributing to the racial wealth gap. State Treasurer Mike Frerichs notes progress but says it's nowhere near fast enough. If we continue to pursue change at this current pace, it will take 96 more years for the wealth gap to be closed. Some changes include initiatives at the major banks. For example, BMO Harris launched a team dedicated to assisting minority businesses. And J.P. Morgan Chase is offering $600 million to help 3,000 minority families in Chicago purchase a home. I'm Alex Degman. Southern Illinois University and SIH are expanding their partnership as the region and the nation are struggling with a nursing shortage. People who have a bachelor's degree in any field or those who have at least 70 hours towards a degree with prerequisites, will now qualify for a scholarship to help them complete an accelerated Bachelor's of Science in Nursing degree. The program allows students to complete their work in one year. Leaders in health care and at the university say it will help ease the burden on health systems all over southern Illinois, many of which are struggling to keep nurses on staff. You can find out more about this program and others at sih.siu.edu. A new Illinois law creates a statewide drug take-back program. The goal is to keep unused medications out of the hands of kids, those who might abuse prescription drugs and water supplies. The measure was sponsored by Senator Laura Fine. This bill provides an alternative. By establishing a statewide program to provide for the safe and secure collection of disposal of medications, Illinois would be a lead on product stewardship. Some counties and pharmacies already offer some sort of take-back collection, but this will be the first statewide initiative. It'll be the responsibility of pharmaceutical companies to get the program set up. Work to rehabilitate the Chester Bridge will soon get underway. The upcoming maintenance project will include pavement rehab and some minor structural steel repairs. As work is underway, Route 51 on the Missouri side will be reduced to one lane with a 10-foot width restriction in the vicinity of the bridge. 
The width restriction will mean large equipment such as combines will be unable to cross the bridge during the rehab project. Weather permitting, work will begin July 5th with completion uh, anticipated on December 1st. Traffic will continue to use the existing structure, structure as the new bridge is under construction. The project team is currently working through the design-build process. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.